You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. All I know is, you mess with me, you got problems. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirtens right here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fam, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Friday. We've got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. Some good uh, Spring and Line sponsors coming in, so get those in. 503-250-1080. We'll rattle them off here in about 28 minutes, and we'll do some gambling, baby, on a, on a Friday. That's what we Spring do around here. Line. I'm all ready. I got my picks. I'm dialed in. Swag's got his picks. I don't know what your picks are yet, but I can't wait to hear them. Were, were you upset that you didn't put last night in, or were you kind of still like, I won money, but I'm glad I didn't touch it? I'm glad I didn't touch it. Yeah. And I told myself, it's like a fourth down decision for a coach. How do I feel before the call? So, like, before the game, I thought to myself, I'm glad I didn't put this in. And I'm not going to go hindsight. The Ravens ended up winning. I'm glad my theory on the game was correct. Yep. Uh, but I, it was okay. When they were down 10-3, to 3, I thought, thank God I didn't put this in spraying the line because Brady's going to rip my heart out, and then the Ravens ended up coming back. So for you, those of you that are new to the betting game, you've heard the term sharps before. Sharps, they're basically the, the big bettors out in Vegas, the ones who are dictating some of the movement we see, right? A lot of line swings come from sharps. Last night was quite literally a 50-50 split. It was the public versus sharps, and the public loved the Ravens, and the sharps loved the Bucks. Suck it, sharps! Public wins. Uh, You guys don't listen to country music, but... Not uh, at all. Do not talk about that. The great Luke Combs has a song, When It Rains, It Pours. I've never heard that name in my entire life. You should. He's a great musician. Luke Combs. Luke Combs, man. The brother of Honey. Honey, yeah. Honey and Luke. They got a duo. It's a (laughs) hell of a thing. Get it? Honey. He's got a thing. He's got a song called, uh, When It Rains, It Pours. And there's a bit of that right now from one Thomas Brady. Because his team has lost three games in a row. He is below two games below 500. I feel like I saw the stat, and I'm just going to run with it, and we're going to cite it as fact. He's two games below 500 for the first time in his career. He's 3-5 and five on the season. They have lost three straight games to Pittsburgh, Carolina, and now Baltimore. Uh, and he is also officially filing for, or they, him no, and Giselle. They say they. I'm, are I filing for divorce today. The yeah. paperwork is getting filed. It is happening. I feel like the only, the only thing that he's missing in the bingo of being the star of a country song is somebody stealing his truck. So if Tom Brady has a truck, go steal his truck and then, like, roll it down a hill. Things are not going good for old Tom Brady because last night, once again, offensively, they, I mean, they put up some big numbers in the fourth quarter when Baltimore was kind of playing lose with a two-score lead and he was dinking and dunking his way down the field. 
So his stat line didn't look horrible at the end of the game, but anybody who watched that thing from start to finish like I did will tell you they had one good drive or two good drives in the first quarter, and after that, nothing. Nothing. They're out of sync. They can't block. They can't run the football. Oh. And I go back to what I said about I just I don't see how this changes for Tampa. I don't see how it changes. Well, it might not change. It should be noted they are in one of the worst divisions in yep. football. I think they will benefit from that. Will they play like the Panthers game again? I don't know. But 22 points should beat the Saints. It should beat the Panthers if they play again. And hell, with that defense, I would say it could beat the Falcons. Okay, so should we do a fun trivia question of what will the the record be of the NFC South champion? I think they're going to be nine and eight. You think they're going to be, they're going to be above five hundred? Yeah, just because of the division. Now, here's the other part of this: as uh, actually Schefter just put out a statement, I guess released by Brady announcing oh. his divorce. Yeah, it's a, it's going down today. TMZ had it. They're yeah, like he's, he wrote like a notes and sent it out. Oh, oh, what did he say? I. How you doing, Tom? Yeah, after recent days, my wife and I finalized a divorce from one another after thirteen years. We arrived at the decision. And with gratitude for the time we spent together, we are blessed with beautiful children. They'll be the center of our world. No, they won't. Football will be. We'll continue to work <laughs> together as parents to always ensure they receive love. We arrived at the decision to end our marriage after much consideration. Doing so, of course, painful, difficult, like it is for many people who go through this process. I mean, you could have just not come back. We kindly respect or ask for your privacy and respect as we navigate our way. I mean, all she said was playing for 20 years and winning seven Super Bowls is enough. Can you please retire and be a father? And then he and retired. He said, no. <laughs> no, no, he retired. And then he said, nah, I'm lying. I'm leaving. I, I did, this is, uh, yeah, it's, what are we it's doing? sad to me. I've already said my piece on that. I think it's an addiction. And I think we're highlighting it as something to celebrate. Oh, he's competitive. No, it's an addiction. And we're just masking it as something else. Um, but that being said, that's not my business. That's between him, him and her. I actually, I'm going to push back a little bit here. The okay. run game hasn't been great. It's worse in the NFL. One of the worst we've seen in a long time in the NFL. Absolutely. Their offensive line is ravished with injury. I actually thought he had a lot of time last night. I didn't think the pass rush was that amazing. He's he's not playing well. Like no, I, We no. need to start pointing the finger at him as much as we're pointing the finger at other things. He had like three touchdown passes that he just straight overthrew. Yeah, they also he, he should have thrown three picks last night too. The Bucks or the, excuse me, the Ravens could not catch an interception. Their first their first possession. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was it? It was Humphrey. Straight dropped it. Would have given Baltimore great field possession. Right at him. Yeah. He's not playing well, and I, I'm not gonna sit here and you know father time, but his fall off might not be what Peyton Manning's was, where the velocity and his his thing seems to be accuracy. He's just not accurate with the football. I don't even know what his completion percentage is. It might not mask what it looks like, but he's just not been good. And maybe part of this is going through this process off the field. I don't know, but I'm watching that game last night and I'm just, these are throws that he's routinely made for 20 damn years. And this year, for whatever reason, he's just not been very accurate, not very pinpoint. And when you, when you don't play like you usually play, you get these kinds of results. The funny thing is going to be they win their division. They host a playoff game. They win the playoff game. They are the worst division winner. They have to go to Philly. They somehow get everybody back, and they beat Philly. And here we go. Tom Brady's going to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> and we'll go, remember when they were 3-5 and five and everybody wrote him off? Like That is quintessential Tom Brady narrative stuff. And I'm not going to fall for it. All I'll say is they can still win the division, but Tom Brady's not been good. No. Not been good at all. 
your note on the completion percentage, and this is actually kind of surprising. And I, it's probably seventy eight percent somehow, <laughs> but like, yeah, it just isn't matching what I'm no, seeing. No, no, his. So I think the numbers to better look at, and I don't even know how all this gets figured out. His QB rating and his QBR are some of the lowest numbers he's had in his entire career. Yeah. His completion percentage has always kind of been where it is. A 67, he said 65.9%. Yeah. Last year, he was 67. His first year in Tampa when they won the Super Bowl, he's 65.7. Okay. So, but it's one of those, like, you see that number now, and I feel like that number has kind of creeped up in, in the NFL the last couple of years where the new standard is being closer to 70%. Right in that 70 And that's kind of where you want to be. Uh, so that, that's never necessarily been his strength. I'm, I'm with you, though. He doesn't look... He, he doesn't look like the Brady of old, and, and part of that is just he's getting old, and father time wins every battle. We know that. But the interesting thing about Brady to me this year is I, I don't understand, and I look, you're never going to put yourself in somebody's shoes and fully comprehend what they were going through. This is a guy that has lived, breathed, and slept football his entire life, right? Like, what does he do in the offseason? He's got a ranch in Montana, and he flies all of his team in to, like, work out, and let's get timing down with routes, and... There's famous stories in, the, in, the, in all the Brady documentaries about all this time in Montana with Julian Edelman and Gronkowski and all the other guys coming to town. When you retire and you have one foot out and then you kind of bring one foot back in and then you have to take two weeks off from training camp, he missed a walkthrough to go to Robert Kraft's wedding. Like all These things are very unlike Brady. Yeah, like, they're not what he would normally do. He, he's been way. doing it one way for 20 years, and that is I'm all in. And yeah. this is the thing that like if I could sit down and ask Tom Brady one question – It'd be one, like, dude, how did you put football ahead of a supermodel wife, man? Like, you've had 20-something years. Hang them up, buddy. You're 45 years old. I just don't get that. He'd next question your ass And he totally would. But the other one would be, like, did you do yourself a disservice? It does not feel like you're all in. Tom Brady of old would never take two weeks off a training camp. No. Tom Brady of old would not miss a walkthrough before a game to go to a wedding of somebody else on a Friday night in football season, which, by the way, Robert Kraft, how are you getting married during football season? Football weddings are off limits, dude. What are we doing? Get married. He's the owner of an NFL Get married team. in July. What is your problem? That's a whole other uh, thing. Belichick didn't even go to the wedding. No, because he had a game to coach. He's coaching a football team. <laughs> They're playing in 48 hours. Like, you don't just leave your team. So, I don't know. It's, it's very un-Brady-like. And I don't know how much of it is the divorce. I don't know how much of it is one foot in, one foot out. How much of it is just he's old and maybe doesn't have it anymore. Like, how much of it is the offensive line, right? That went, uh, you know, a couple of starters go down in, the, in, in training camp. So I don't really know how to chalk all that up. But they, they don't look the same, and I'm with you. A lot of that blame does go on his shoulders because some of the issues that they're having as an offense is timing and continuity with wide receivers. And you know what helps with that? Being there for all the training camp. Not missing a walkthrough. And I also wonder, are we underselling the loss of Rob Gronkowski and a guy who's been his security blanket for 15 years? Well, they've also not had Cameron Braid, who just got hurt. Kate Otten was playing last night. Like, How many times did we see Brady struggle at times in a game and then just start finding Gronkowski on third downs and in red zones because nobody could stop those two, and now he doesn't have that around I think a lot of people are naturally, and and maybe rightfully so, but I think a lot of people today are going to go, okay, there it is. Bucks aren't. Doing anything, you're not legit. And oh, I'm doing it, baby. I'll dance on that. It? I'm dancing on that grave. For like the ninth time in his career? For the thirteenth time that I, I love predicted that. his downfall. I love <laughs> I love that you're doing. I'll just throw Eventually a- I'm gonna be right. Or he wins and walks off into the sunset and you never got a chance to be right. What I would say though, as interesting to watch, despite the struggles and the injuries and everything, what if this was the thing he needed? He knew this was looming. He probably got a he probably knew about this a couple weeks ago that like, hey, we're gonna probably set the divorce at this point. There doesn't seem to be any real effort to save the marriage here. Need some closure. Probably took the two weeks off to actually sort everything out because at that point they were probably over, right, in training camp. 
And so now he knew this was coming. He loses, and he loses again today because he, lo- he lost his wife. What if this is what he needed to lock back into psycho mode? And we look back and we go, how the hell did he do that? And we go, he had to dump a supermodel to win the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Another tale in the Tom Brady story. I want to get to a couple of thoughts here quickly at the text line. We'll go to college football here in a moment. This would trump Jordan punching a teammate in the face, by the way. Yes. Like, Jordan won a title and he punched Steve Kerr in the face. Well, Tom Brady dumped a supermodel <laughs> wife. And won a Super Bowl. And then won a Super Bowl. Uh, somebody needs betting advice, which I don't know if you should be asking us, but we'll give it nonetheless. I'm on a heater. Uh, I bet Falcons to win the division before Brady came back and Peyton retired. Okay, so that's a good bet at the time. Before Brady, Peyton retired? So oh, before Sean Payton, Sean Payton retired. Yeah, and sorry. this was before Brady had announced he was coming back. So he saw it. I'm going to bet Falcons. Whatever. Take a flyer. I like it. Brady came back. I thought my bet was dead. I can cash out now and make a minimal plus. Should I cash out a ride? I need to know what the what the minimal yeah. return is and like how much you're – I mean, I hate to get into the information here, but you got to – like what's your return on your original investment? Did you bet $5 and you're going to win $10? Did you bet $50 and you're going to win, you know, $75? Like what are we, yeah. what are we talking here? And, and I, I – Everybody's unit is different, as we discussed yesterday. If your yesterday. unit's large and it's a decent return, I take it because I always want a return. But, like, if it's not a big, big bet and the return's okay, let it ride, Let dude. it ride, Tampa dude. Tampa sucks. They're not great. There is an absolute path here where they just crumble. The Panthers ain't doing it. And the Saints, they might be selling off soon. They yeah, might be selling they Kamara. They're starting Andy they Dalton might, They might be trading his ass. So Wait, wait till spring in the line. I like I like. <laughs> There's a lot of sellers in the NFL right now. The trade deadline is Tuesday. We saw Chicago do this with Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Um, I, I just, I would kind of hold it, depending on what the return is. Uh, somebody asked, is Brady uh, football's Ichiro, even after retiring, he's going to be on the sidelines in uniform? Yes. Yes, he is. Well, he's going to be in uniform in the booth. <laughs> Don't forget, this football thing ain't over, and that might be another part of this. He's not just retiring. He's retiring, and then he's going to be a play-by-play guy. So football season will not be free for him anymore. He will then Wednesday through Sunday be on the road. Traveling to Calling a game, you know, just being in a hotel. And so, like, it really isn't a different life. Dude, just take a couple of years with your family, man. That's a 10-year deal. (laughs) So he did 20 years of football, and now he's going to do 10 more of broadcasting. Probably going to do 20 of broadcasting. This dude might be in football for 40 effing years. For a guy who likes to open mouth kiss his kids, he sure doesn't like being around them very often. Uh, Last one here. Somebody said, call me crazy, but I think this is all a con from Brady. Oh, yes. Let's go down a rabbit hole. He got busted trying to manipulate the NFL in the offseason with Miami. Yes, he did. He had to come back this year to make it seem like it wasn't true to avoid legal issues. Now he has his wife overreact so he can pretend he needs to retire this offseason to try and save his marriage. This was all orchestrated in the offseason to avoid a bigger legal battle. My two great theories right now are Ben Simmons in basketball and Tom Brady in football. They're great. They're all so good. Uh, here's the, here we got the bet details. The yeah. bet was a $35 bet to win $175. He can cash out for 48 I say let it ride. Uh, I take it $13 is not worth it. Uh, let it ride. Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady's gonna, Falcons are going to win the Tom division. Brady's going to piss you off. Dirty bird. That's a Falcon. I, I can't wait know. for them to win this and win the Super Bowl. Ah, it's not, it's so, not happening. And, and this they're is dead. They're done. Of it's all over. the years, Dirt, is it not the year in the NFC where you go, how did they do it? And we go, well, we, he did it because the Eagles were the best team, and they hadn't even won a playoff game with Hurts. Who did he beat in the playoffs last year? Who did they dominate in the playoffs last year? It's not going to happen this year, though. It's over. Eagle fans are going to boo if they go three and out in their second possession in that divisional round game. You know that's true. That guy's had so much success in his life, I do say there is a sick part of me that is enjoying every moment of this.
That's weird. He's won for 20 years. He's never been below 500. He's been to 10 Super Bowls. He's won seven of them. He should have retired. Like, you brought this on your own. Retire. Without knowing details of somebody's marriage. Swag, you keep saying it. It's not changing. <laughs> you keep, without knowing the details, the intimate details, I always think this is sad, especially when the outside perspective is that you chose this over that. And I... I just think that's sad personally. So you go ahead. You're a sick individual. I'll, I'll laugh. I hope you never get divorced, but if you do, people are going to laugh at you. <laughs> hey, you go ahead. Laugh hey, look at that guy. You lost. Yeah, what an idiot, huh? What an idiot. All right, let's get to the weekend. Slate and Kyle Triple. I got a couple more thoughts on Oregon and Cal that I would like to get into. Also, are we on upset alert? Would we make it just the, the whole slate this weekend? Let's dive into some college football next. On This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, keep your fake sponsors rolling in, 503-250-1080. And uh, we'll spray the line here coming up in a moment. Shouldn't be a surprise poll question. What were you watching last night? Basketball and hockey got 6% of the vote. Come on. I mean, who? yeah, I, I wasn't watching hockey last night. That was all me. You voted all 6%? Probably. <laughs> did you really? I mean, you were like over uh, yeah, Thursday night football. Yeah, I had the Canucks cracking really? game. Yeah. Really? Did you? Did you really just ask him if he really watched hockey? I mean, on a night where there's a Thursday night game and a college football game, yeah, that's college a football game. Well, that college football game. My TV uh, all of a sudden crapped out with its internet connection for Prime Video, like uh, midway through the first quarter, and so I was trying to reboot it, and I was like, "Screw it! I don't want to deal with this now." So oh, okay. So, yes, I had my own technical issues. So I ended up watching the uh, uh, Mavs-Nets game and then uh, had uh, Kraken and uh, Canucks and watched the uh, Cougar-Utah game on the second TV. I love watching the Nets unravel. Yeah, the Canucks got their first one of the year. Is it funny that we're five games into the season and LeBron's already posting 
how much longer are they going to take you for granted? <laughs> Danny had a tweet the other day that was so spot on, and it was basically like, can we just can we cover the league as a league? And not as a, not as a soap opera. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought this up. It, it's not just from his tweet. I, I I think that's fair to give us give him credit for that. Okay, but somebody also posted yesterday. I don't get this with basketball, and it was a video of Dan Orlovsky on ESPN running through the running system of the Titans or their play calling in Tannehill against the Colts. And he, I mean, it's like football nerd porn. It's like. They're going to slide over. We're going to call that a two-sly high. Now, a two-sly high is when the linebacker, and you're like, I know none of these terms. And I'm just like, oh. And somebody said, I don't get this in basketball. And Nate Jones, who works, you know, for the Dame agency stuff, he's kind of in that camp with Dame. He's a good follow. He, he basically said, the NBA doesn't do this. All they do is the drama. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something that might surprise you. I love basketball. You know this. You I, I do the Jack, Jack Ramsey's podcast. I watched Hoops last night. Nets, Mavericks, Heat, Warriors. I found myself not as excited about basketball season. And I have pinpointed the reason. And Chris Mannix said this, and I thought it was a good point. Chris Mannix said he's already tired. He's already tired of NBA. And somebody said, well, it's like three games in, Chris Mannix. And he goes, yeah, but it doesn't feel like it for me. And I agree with this sentiment. The NBA, it's becoming too toxic for me. And what I mean by that is all it is is drama, drama, trades, ask out, let's put this player in this city. Hey, is this team going to sell? Hey, look at this Instagram caption. Hey, this guy punched somebody in the face. And while drama exists in all sports, it doesn't exist more than in the NBA. And while I love the National Basketball Association – I do think a part of the turnoff, it's not that players have drama, all athletes have drama. It's the coverage of it. It really is for me. And and I'm I'm reaching a point where I'm kind of tired of it. And yeah, I love some of the rumor mill stuff, but like I just don't get it. And and you could say, well, seek it out then, go to the right things. Like Steve Snapper Jones's kid, Steve Jones does a really good podcast and he nerds out. But like that's podcast. I don't get any of this on television. NBA TV rarely does it. TNT doesn't really do it at all. I mean, no, they don't do it. Around, ESPN's yeah. got Legler. Legler's probably the best at but getting he, out the Telestrator. But he's, when is he used on Scott Van Pelt's Yeah, he's Sports just Center doing hits. Sports Center. He's living he's, on the beach. Like I just, I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> he looks tan as hell. And good for legs. I'm happy yeah. for Legler. Well, but, and see, baseball's much more about the X's and O's, yes. and it's the pitcher versus hitter and Verlander and Nola, and how do you go attacking them? How do you use the bullpen? The strategy. Yeah, baseball uh, probably needs more drama. They could We're use like a little. More drama, but um, well, you guys just have a, an athlete face of league problem, and I don't think it should be a problem. But that's what the problem for baseball is, and maybe even pace of play. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like I, for the first time in my life, and maybe this is old. Here it goes, old man Sprague. But I, I kind of relate to a lot of this sentiment. I, it, it's exhausting. Like the offseason in the NBA, it's just like he wants out. He hates his coach. He hates his team. Hey, this guy doesn't believe in this. Hey, this guy said this. Hey, this owner's terrible. Hey, the GM. Hey, the punch in the face. And it's just like none of it is actual basketball. And I like basketball because I actually like basketball. And I it's exhausted me to the point where I'll watch it, but it's not it's not captivating me the way it once used to. And I think some of that is just this constant Russell Westbrook sucks. No, he does. Yes, he does. Trade him. Don't. Tra- I just. I don't care. 
Let me I ask you this. The listen, I'll ask both of you guys this. Yeah. The listener texted in, is it because individual games aren't important in an 82-game season? I disagree with that No, sentiment. I don't think so. It's, is that no different than if, if, if I come along in baseball, and you know me, I'm not heavy baseball guy. No, you like your Braves, that's about it. And, and I say, cut your season to 100 games. And once upon a time, you disagreed with that. And your response was always a money response that really kind of puts me into a bind of, it's, if you pay attention late, and you're wondering why your team came up short, well, maybe you missed the series in May. Maybe you should have cared about the series in June. I think that's that applies to the NBA. These games are good. Like, these are good games. Miami went to Golden State. That was a good game. It's an entertaining product. Dallas came back against uh, uh, Brooklyn the other night, went to over. That was a good basketball game. There are good games yep. being played. The league has never had better players. The problem is accessibility to these games. Nobody's watching League Pass. I, I wouldn't imagines very high up in subscriptions um and and you have too much you have too much drama the media moved this needle when jordan left of well if you don't win a championship your career is useless do you want to be patrick ewing or do you want to be michael jordan lebron comes in well if he doesn't win six he's not as good and that's the metric it's the dumbest metric with zero like i saw a video went viral who's the best player of all time and somebody goes lebron and the guy goes who won more titles Jordan, who's more clutcher? Like, it's, we use the dumbest <laughs> narratives to evaluate basketball, and it's so stupid to me. The media moved this needle, and these guys now grow up in this era where if they don't win titles, they got to move to the next place. It's what makes Dame. It's what makes Giannis for now. It what's it what makes it so special. And and I just I'm I'm kind of reaching my point with it, man. I I don't need Stephen A. on my TV for the fifth time in a day, screaming about how the Knicks aren't good. Because they didn't get Donovan Mitchell in a trade. Actually, tell me why they're not good if they're not good to you. Yeah, this is why, honestly, to connect to a guest we had earlier this week, we had Dan Devine on from Yahoo Sports. And it was one of the more refreshing, enjoyable interviews that we've done on this show in a long time, at least for me. Because 97% of the national coverage of our team in this market, one of, what is there, 30 NBA teams, right? I always get my numbers mixed up. One of 30 NBA teams in your league, the only national talking point around our team for the better part of five years has been trade name. Yep. Never about the roster, never about how you get better, never about, you know, nuance of coaching hires. Missed and opportunity manager. in Missed roster building. Exactly. Right. It's always about, we got to get Dame out of there. We got to get Dame out of there. Every time you're on national TV and you win and he plays well, yeah, we got to get Dame out of port. Like, that's it. And we had Dan Devine on. If you miss it, go check the podcast because he, he was great. And it was a guy based in Brooklyn. That's a diehard NBA guy, an NBA writer for Yahoo. And he broke down the team from Shaden Sharp playing 15 minutes a night. He brought up Keon Johnson. He mentioned Keon Johnson getting minutes the other game and, and having a good run for a few on, out on the floor. Like, that was so refreshing to get a national TV or a national audience guy to come on and be like, dude, I'm like, the product's great. You're playing this style and it's enjoyable to watch. Instead of coming on and, and just giving these platitudes of you got to trade Damian Lillard and you got to start over and get him to a bigger market. There's just so much of that. And I think, I think Blazer fans to a certain extent, we've been beaten down by that in this market. I think we're a perfect example of this, that in the national narrative, the only conversation that, that is relevant on, on the NBA in Portland is Damian Lillard and trading him. But how many cities does that exist in? All, it's all over the right? place. Outside of like five teams, this exists all over the place. Everywhere. And we, did it to, we did it to Giannis when he first started breaking in Milwaukee. Like we do it to every. We do it with Bradley Beal in Washington. It's a nonstop conversation, man. We did it to Utah and it led Utah to do it. Yeah. They blew it up and they're restarting and we'll see where that goes. I just, if I'm feeling, I guess I, I would identify it as if I'm feeling this way now, finally, if I'm feeling that way, maybe that does explain in part why the league has the problems that they have. It's not that they're not successful. It's just that they've lost a lot of eyeballs 
and people always point to the dumbest reasons. I don't know if that is. I, I think it's the way it's covered. Yeah. And I don't think it's covered very well. I don't need hot take artists on all my coverage of the NBA. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there. I think the problem is twofold on top of that. It is making your product more accessible, right? There's still root, root sports issues, like finding a way into every television and every market uh, that you possibly can, I think is, is really important for the league, and, and that would help you a ton. And they struggle with that. Uh, but on that note, yeah, I think Oregon's going to win the game this weekend against Cal. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We can get to that at 8.45. We'll spray no. the line, and we can get to the Cal It was thing. a good rant. I saw that from Danny, and I, I agreed with him. And I just, yeah, there's some of that in the NBA right now where it's just it's a little frustrating, man. I've been, I'm actually enjoying early season NBA basketball. I did not watch last night because Thursday night football was going on, so I didn't see those games. But on Tuesday, I got home. There was nothing happening. That Mavs and Pelicans game was great. It was entertaining. I watched the Suns and the, and the Warriors. Like It's been entertaining early on in the year. Even the so. player difference is interesting. The analyst on ESPN for NFL is Orlovsky breaking down. Marcus Spears, right? They're giving you the former player look and what it means. Who are the former players on ESPN talking every day, and what are they talking about? <laughs> it's not Kendrick Perkins talking about drop coverages. It's Kendrick Perkins going, man, I think the vibes are wrong. <laughs> Got to check your vibes. Okay, great. The energy's bad. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Perk. Let's check our vibes and do some gambling, shall we? Spreading the line. Get your sponsors in 503-250-1080. We'll update you on the standings. Make our picks next for T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Spraggin' the line. Spraggin' the line. Spraggin' the line. Spraggin' the line. All right, see what we got here today, boys. Spraggin' the line brought to you by The Matrix. You take the blue pillow, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pillow and you stay in Wonderland, but all the sprags picks, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Do you, you have you have a word kind of like mine, but it's not as egregious as pillow. Pillows. I say jaguar is wrong. Well, every, no, that's not, that's not the word. What's the word I say wrong? Ready. Ready. You say ready. Ready. You do like a R-E-A combo sometimes. Ready! Ready! Sprague alive, Rodney. That's good. That's good. Brought to you by Progressive. Sprague is officially one pair of white sketchers and a fanny pack away from becoming his parents. Uh, well, I didn't grow up with my dad. Sprague alive, brought to you by dumping your supermodel wife. 
worth hundreds of millions of dollars. That's still a better decision than a Sprague pick. We're trying to now pinpoint during the break who's the smoke show he's going to end up with in three months. Sprague Alive brought to you by Limp Bananas, proving the only stiff thing in the morning is swag paying off a bet. Breaking the line brought to you by The Swag. Residents handing out popcorn balls and candy corn for Halloween, just like Sprague's bad picks. Some things never change. You hand out candy corn, popcorn balls? I don't, I don't love it. I don't hand out anything. The wife, I haven't done candy in a couple weeks. I have a vow for myself, no candy this weekend or in Halloween. Wow, good for you. Got to stay on that diet, brother. But uh, before I did that, I might have toked and got extremely indulgent on my candy corn bag. <laughs> Because my wife got candy corn in those candy little wax. Candy corn is that nasty. Is so gross. Dude, those little pumpkins, Stop. the wax pumpkins. Stop. Those Ugh. are the grossest things God, on the I planet. love those. I, you guys are gross. You don't like Almond Joys and you don't like candy corn. What's I love Almond Joy. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're disgusting, too. All right, let's. we got to go here. Let's turn and burn. They're um, disgusting. So here we go. Last week, uh, Sprague, Sprague won the weekend 3-0. Hello! Well done. KT went 2-1. and one. Swag and I were 1-2. and two. Sprague hit on all three of his picks. Bengals, KC, San Francisco over, and the Seahawks. I hit on the Jets Broncos under, missed on the Pats and the Packers. Swag, you hit on the Jets, plus one against the Broncos. You missed on the Lions Cowboys over, and Stanford and KT hit on ASU. I'm never betting on the tree again, <laughs> The Cowboys. Uh, so season standings, quickly before we make our picks, Sprague is now in first place at 12-9. and nine. Uh, I'm 11, 9, and 1, so I'm nipping at your heels. KT is 11 and 10, and Swag is 8 and 13 off of the birdie. The tee box is yours, Mr. Sprague. Uh, I'm going to start in a game where you're going to think I'm an absolute idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, But that's what the NFL is. It is dumb, and it makes no sense. I have no, zero statistical knowledge of why this bet's going to hit, but I'm taking it anyway. Sometimes you got to go with the gut. And I'm getting Aaron Rodgers with 11 and a half points against Buffalo on the road. Everybody thinks this game's going to be a 30-point blowout. Everybody. Good. Drive the lineup for me by Sunday. I'm taking the 11 and a half points, and I'm betting on the Green Bay Packers to lose by 11 points or less. <laughs> Swag, what's your first pick? Uh, I'm going to go college uh, football. This will seem random off the wall. SEC to the Plains early, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, you've got Arkansas and Auburn. Uh, the posted total is 62. Everybody would seem to think it would be an over, but if you uh, kind of delve into it to a little bit, both these teams uh, stink holding on to the football. Uh, Auburn, uh, as Harson's holding on for dear life, they made a switch at quarterback, uh, who's uh, the quarterback now uh, kind of anchoring the running game. So they're going to take the air out of this. Uh, both teams uh, amongst the worst at penalties as well. They are their own drive killers. So I'm going to go under 62. Okay, under 62. My first pick is I'm taking some bait this weekend. Sometimes that can get you in trouble. I'm taking the risk nonetheless. Let's take the bait. First one up. The Titans are playing a little bit better. Maybe we buried them prematurely earlier in the season. They're getting back to playing defense and running the football. They are on the road at Houston. I don't know much about Houston other than the fact that that's not a good football team. The Titans are only favored by two and a half in this game. That line doesn't make any sense to me. I'm putting my hand in the cookie jar. Give me the Titans minus two and a half at Houston. Minus two and a half. I like that pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, an over here. I played an over last week, and I'll ride it again. Uh, Miami at Detroit. This is an interesting little game here. You might be saying, Sprague, you're playing the over. You're an idiot. You might be right. But I'm on St. Brown coming back. DeAndre Swift is practicing. Lions are getting some weapons back. They're starting to feel a little more healthy. Miami's got Tua. They've got Waddle. And they're going against the worst defense in the National Football League. Folks, points, 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 points. Make it rain. Over 51. 51. Okay, Swag? We'll go to the NFL. 
Uh, Carolina surprised everybody last week uh, with all the changes that they made and McCaffrey being gone and I don't know who's playing quarterback anymore, but now that they're on tape and the Falcons continue to be a covering machine, give me Atlanta minus four. Yeah, I like that pick, too. That's one I've noodled on all week. Uh, second pick for me in the NFL, my, I need to take more dogs. It's the year of the dogs. I haven't taken enough dogs, so I'm taking a dog this week. And that dog is going to be a team that played last Thursday, so they're fresh and they're on the road in Minnesota. The Vikings, to me, are a pretty fraudulent 5-1. and one. I don't know if Arizona can win this game outright, but I think Carolina found a bit of their groove, and I just don't trust the Vikings to blow anybody out because all their wins have been close wins. Uh, you're giving me four points. I'm going to take them. Give me the Cardinals plus four at Minnesota. Uh, I hate to do this. I know some people are going to be upset with me, but I have to do this nonetheless. I'm sorry. I think it comes to an end this weekend. What am I talking about? The Giants being six and one. Make it six and two. Fly, Seahawk, fly. At home, hostile environment. Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker the third. The Giants are not running the football successfully. Pete Carroll and that defense are going to be ready for it, which would make it Daniel Jones having to throw the football. I don't know how much of that I trust. I will take the Seattle Seahawks and I will get the half point down. I will take Seahawks plus, minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. Okay. Swag. Monday night battle of Ohio in Cleveland. Uh, weather's supposed to be very crappy. 50s, rain, wind between 10 and 15 miles an hour. Uh, Joe Burrow, everybody thought, oh, here come the Bengals, the Super Bowl Bengals, and they're back. Well, no. Now Jamar Chase is out for four to six weeks. That's his security blanket. Uh, I think Cleveland comes in and mucks it up real good. I will take three and a half points in the Browns at home. Okay, Browns at home plus the three and a half. Uh, last one for me in the NFL, another game I'm taking the bait on. This one line doesn't make much sense to me. I think this team has a chance to turn their season around, and they've got a, they got a nice win last week on the road. Uh, not, not against a good opponent, but they still won the game nonetheless. They're going on the road again this week, and they're taking on a team that I don't think is very good. And that is the New Orleans Saints hosting the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders in this game. I think the Raiders can win this. And all of a sudden, you're a game within 500. Uh, their passing offense got going last week. Defense playing a little bit better. Give me the Raiders minus one and a half uh, in New Orleans. So here we go. If you missed it earlier, Kevin Todd is on New England minus two and a half against the Jets. He's on BYU minus three against East Carolina tonight. And UConn plus seven and a half against Boston College. Swag is on the under in Auburn, Arkansas, 62. The Falcons minus four against the Panthers in the Browns, plus three and a half against the Bengals. Sprague is on the Packers, plus 12 and a half in Buffalo. The Lions, Dolphins over of 51 in the Seahawks, uh, minus two and a half against the Giants. It's a, to be fair, it's 11 and a half, the Packers. Is that what I said? What did I say? Oh, I thought you said 12 and a half. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. I'm also writing as you're talking okay. to tweet. That's well, I wrote bad. down 11 and a half. Okay. I might have said 12 and a half. I got it in the tweet at 11 okay. and a half. It is, I, that's what I got on my sheet. And then I got the uh, my picture. The Titans minus two and a half against the Texans. Uh, the Cardinals plus four against Minnesota. And the Raiders minus one and a half against New Orleans. Spraying the line is brought to you by... Well, let me get one more in here. Uh, Sprague's favorite Halloween costume, the losing betting slip. There you go. Sprague <laughs> in the line every Friday at 8.30. We had some ones we didn't read there. They were great. Thank you for sending them in. As always, let's close it up. Get you set for your weekend. The World Series begins tonight. Wrap it up next on The Family. The there we go. Fist bumping your way into the weekend every single Friday. Nothing sums up my gambling existence more than picking a team, as in the Titans, a listener texting in. You know there's a chance Ryan Tannehill doesn't play this weekend, right? And me responding, no, I had no clue. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I, I don't really, I try to follow oh, it, and this is a total me problem, but I, I can't keep up with all this stuff. The, man. the injury stuff, I need to find, is there a centralized Twitter account that just tweets out all day the injury we updates throughout the, he, he's practicing, hey, he's not, hey, and you could say, well, Schefter, eh, I don't think those guys do it as often as they probably should. I know Field Yates is pretty heavy in fantasy, and he tries to do it. Uh, I need a centralized one. There's nothing better for me than us doing that segment and me writing on my show notes in order in the picks in which I want to give Cowboys minus nine and a half and then <laughs> not reading it. the show notes when the segment starts. Didn't take it. And I, well, I'm going to take it on Sunday. I love I them too. to blow out the Bears. I, I, Parsons is questionable. We'll see. I still think that Bears win was. That's Colorado. That was their Super Bowl. Yeah. It was the one-off week. You're just like, yeah. where the hell did that come from? You know how stupid I am, too? This is how stupid I am. I also don't like using gambling resources. What do you mean? I don't like looking at, at like, recommendations and expertise because I feel like it's not my pick, and I'm plagiarizing wins. And oh. I don't I don't like doing that. That's how stupid I am. I like coming up with my own picks. You just like your own reasoning. With my own gut, with oh. my own stupid reasoning, even okay. though it's all flawed and I don't even know that a quarterback's not going to play. I don't like looking at that stuff because then I feel like it's not the same. If I win that pick, I obviously like winning the money. But So on Sundays, I listen to Ken Barkley, who we have on Thursday with Nick Costos. They do a countdown show on, on BetQL, Odyssey. Go watch the YouTube stream, by the way. It's the most reliant one. <laughs> I watch it every Sunday. I'm doing chores. I got it in my headphones. Nick Costos gave me this uh, some props for the Jets-Packers game. I took three of the props. He gave out like 10. Three were in that game. I took all three of them. I hammered a parlay with them, and I won. I didn't for a second have any, well, this doesn't feel good. It <laughs> felt great. I know. I'm an idiot. Don't. I'm an idiot. Swag base all his picks. Oh, he's stealing on... picks every week. He's oh. plagiarizing <laughs> like crazy over there. You're calling him plagiarizing. <laughs> I think it's called being smart. It is being smart. I, mean, I do think wrong. you should have a, a, a pick. I pride myself in like trying to have an over 500 record with just my gut and intuition, which is, which is mostly wrong. But sometimes those guys provide insight that you nah. just miss. Nah. Tannehill's going to play. We'll be all right. Like, I think... Malik Willis covers it anyways. Who cares? Sure. I think Oregon's going to murder Cal this weekend. And all the models say Cal plus 17. That's a gut feel. But the models might actually have good reasoning for why it's within 17 points. Yeah, I think Connolly has it as a 19-point game. It's right at that spread. Yeah, yeah. something in there. Uh, well, anyways, the World Series starts tonight. I'm putting a couple of bucks on the Phillies because why not? All the models say the Astros. Verlander yeah. 0-6 in his career in World Series Money starts. Moneyline Phillies bet tonight. Are we doing it? Put your balls on the table. Let's go. Are they in plus 200 territory? Or? I'd imagine it's, I mean, what if we do a Moneyline bet on the Blazers and no, the Phillies? I, don't, I can't tie that in without Dane. Why? It's the Rockets. I think they win. Uh, it's Houston minus 170. What's Philly on the money Let's line? Let's bet against Houston twice tonight. Okay. All right, fine. The anti-Houston money line bet. Plus 143 on the money line for Philly. So pair that with Portland's probably getting a minus 210. Woo! Come on, baby. Let's let's dice it up. Let's oh. dice up the city of Houston tonight. Enjoy the World Series tonight. The Blazers play tonight. Don't forget Ducks pregame tomorrow. Get your butt up and start listening to some football. Time you guys start. 7 a.m. to 1030. 8 to Leading you into Cal. Vicious battle between the Ducks and the Bears. Okay. That'll do it for us, folks. Have a great weekend. Good luck on all your bets. Hopefully you don't find out any quarterbacks you bet on are not starting in their game on Sunday. And uh, we will talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Colin is next. Listen to 1080 Defense. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.